BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Wiener. Now it's time for Ivanka Watch. For that, we turn to our chief Ivanka correspondent, Amy Willens. Amy, of course, is a longtime contributing editor at The Nation, former Jerusalem correspondent for The New Yorker, best known for her work on Haiti, and recently a recipient of a Guggenheim Fellowship. Amy, welcome back. One last thing. Over the last couple of weeks here in L.A. and really everywhere in the United States, we've seen tens of thousands of people marching peacefully, militant, but peaceful. And we've seen a huge police presence at these marches, especially here in L.A. We've seen police club marchers. We've seen them arrest masses of peaceful protesters. On the other hand, we saw virtually no police presence to prevent looting or catch looters when the big shopping centers on the west side, like the Grove or Santa Monica Place, they were looted for hours on live TV without a cop in sight. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watched it on TV and said, where are the cops? One police uh, defender called it, quote, a tactical miscalculation, close quote, Some of my friends wonder whether if the police aren't trying to make a point. You don't like the police? You want to cut our budget? We'll show you what the city would be like without the police. You think there might be anything to that? Yeah, there might be, because you remember that, you may remember that Eric Garner, when he was choked to death, and one of the original I Can't Breathe protests before before George Floyd, when the grand jury refused to indict the officers who were responsible for his death, the marches started in New York. Uh, Bill de Blasio made some noises that were sympathetic to the protesters. And the police department was so upset that they said, we're going to have a work slowdown. We're not going to get out of our cars and write summonses anymore. We're not going to um, stop at question and frisk anymore. We're going to stop our proactive policing. We're going to send two police officers to every call, right? And so there was this slowdown. And they assumed that all hell would break loose and people would come to appreciate how valuable the police are. To the contrary, it didn't spike. In fact, it remained level and went down in some places while they were doing that slowdown. So they showed that they weren't as necessary through their actions as they were trying to claim to be and as many people thought they were, which means that all of those resources that we were putting into broken in windows policing, all of that 
that reservoir of resentment that was being created between the police and the black community was totally unnecessary. It wasn't providing extra safety, but it was providing, you know, police with many more jobs and a sense of, you know, kind of invincibility. So, yeah, they, I'm sure that there could, that could have been one of their messages um, in this, on this particular occasion, but often that backfires and boomerangs because we've come to realize that they aren't as necessary as they would want us to believe. Jody Armour, he's a professor of law at USC. Thanks, Jody. Let's do this again. Thank you so much, John. Anytime. Now it's time for Ivanka Watch. For that, we turn to our chief Ivanka correspondent, Amy Willens. Amy, of course, is a longtime contributing editor at The Nation, former Jerusalem correspondent for The New Yorker, best known for her work on Haiti, and recently a recipient of a Guggenheim Fellowship. Amy, welcome back. Thanks, John. Trump made a big mistake when he did that Bible photo op standing in front of St. John's Episcopal Church across from the White House after using pepper balls and flashbang grenades to clear demonstrators out of the way. That really backfired. The Episcopal Bishop of Washington reacted with outrage and horror. But what did Ivanka have to do with this? Well, the White House said that it was all Ivanka's idea. (laughs) That is to say, I don't know if her idea was the pepper spray and the flashbang bombs, but her idea was to go over to St. John's. It would make him look good with his Christian supporters, presumably his evangelical supporters. I think it was Maggie Haberman at the New York Times who reported that, quote, even some White House officials privately expressed dismay that the president's entourage had not thought to include a single person of color, close quote. It seems to me, though, they weren't really trying to represent America. They were trying to represent the Christian evangelical base of Trump voters. And uh, how many people of color are part of the evangelical base of Trump voters? Largely, they're white. So this this group really did look like a, it looked like a, a bunch of conservative elders in an evangelical church in their dark suits, marching toward a church. Uh, it did not look like a rainbow coalition of Americans. There's been some interesting reporting about the Bible that Trump brought with him. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole story. First of all, Trump didn't bring the Bible with him. Ivanka brought the Bible with him. Everybody concentrates on the fact that the Bible emerged, this symbol of Christianity emerged from a uh, $1,540 Max Mara white patent leather bag. Yeah, well, someone had to. Otherwise, it would have been someone's expensive attache case. I'm really... I'm not, it's funny, but I'm not that interested in that fact. What I'm interested in is it's the wrong Bible. (laughs) Um, My first thing was, because I'm a Jewish person, why does Ivanka Trump, who's an Orthodox Jew, not, I'm not, but she is an Orthodox Jew and a convert, so ostensibly knows more about Orthodoxy than even an Orthodox Jew. Um, Why does she have a Christian Bible available to her? Where did that Bible come from? It has a New Testament in it. This was the revised standard version that she had of the Bible that has the Old Testament and the New Testament. And according to my sources, no Orthodox Jew would ever have such a Bible in her house. 
Jews have only the Old Testament in their house. They have uh, a translation called the Art Scroll. It's the Tanakh. It has the Hebrew in it. And they do not have the New Testament in their house. They don't go into churches. And they don't touch the stuff. So it's weird that she brought a Bible that she has. Maybe she stole it from a hotel, but it's not a Gideon Bible. So it's not that either. So okay. we don't know where did Ivanka catch this Bible. It might be something that's just lying around in the White House. She put it in her bag. It's not the family Bible. It's not the children's school Bible. It's just a Bible that to them, to Trump's, any Bible is any other Bible because they're not a very religious family. But you say it was the wrong Bible. How can it be the wrong Bible? It's the wrong Bible. In fact, in America, you know what tribe of Christians people are from by which Bible they use. And among evangelicals, the Revised Standard Version is basically not even really much of a Bible, not even a Bible. They use the New International Version, the English Standard Version, the New American Standard Bible, the New King James Version, the New Living Translation, and the good old literary, fabulous King James Version of the Bible. But they don't use the one Ivanka brought. So, I mean, it might be a good Episcopalian Bible. It's a, the Revised Standard Version is the Catholics use it. The Eastern Orthodox use it in America. It's not that outlandish a Bible. It's just not the right Bible for the people to whom Trump was intending to speak. Well, when I was trying to find out about this, I Googled Ivanka and Bible and handbag. I got half a million hits. It was just in a couple of days. So I think you can say the Bible in the handbag was big news. Um, the Bible backfired. <laughs> the Bible backfired. I don't think those two words have been put together before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, elsewhere in Ivanka Bible news, before the now legendary photo op, she tweeted a Bible verse. Tell us about that. She's so religious. It was from Second Kings, and it was, The Lord said, I have heard your prayers and seen your tears. I will heal you. This seems very reassuring. It's, you know, what people want from religion. But what was the context in the Bible? Yeah, so I assume she got it from a Google search. In context, this quote is about the Lord uh, rescuing his people, the Jews, from a mad Assyrian king. Now, that's not really the, the people that, that Trump is going after right now with his, <laughs> with his photo op in front of a, an Episcopalian church. And then shortly after this tweet, there was Ivanka news that Ivanka had been the graduation speaker scheduled at a place called Wichita State Tech, and they canceled her because of the response of the White House to all of the turmoil in America. And then she tweeted about being canceled, quote, our nation's campuses should be bastions of free speech, cancel culture, and viewpoint discrimination are antithetical to academia. Listening to one another is important now more than ever, close quote. And then her father pepper sprayed and flash bombed a crowd trying to express its opinion peacefully. Okay, it wasn't on a campus. That's the only way in which it differs. This is not a person who believes in free speech 
or anything else for that matter, or the Bible or whatever it is that they're professing to believe in. They believe in one thing, and that is the Trump family. And that's clear from their behavior in the past few days and the Trump victory. Now, she did release the speech. It was fabulous. She looked like an airline flight attendant (laughs) in her bizarre getup, but wearing what I take to be, and let me be very clear, my aunt used to wear these things, David Webb jewelry, turquoise and gold jewelry, very fancy items, matching earrings and a pin, a pin. No one wears a pin anymore. (laughs) And really the speech is just, she looks like some kind of a marionette or something. It's kind of sad, Uh, but she did put it out there because the uh, faculty of Wichita State Tech said, we are not having her. More than 400 faculty signed that. In the speech, which you have watched, what does she say about the police murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis on May 25th? Well, she didn't say anything about it because it was pre-recorded in May. So she had nothing to say about George Floyd. He was, you know, not an important national martyr at the moment. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. It hadn't happened yet. So he was just walking around. He might have seen it if it had been broadcast. So that's our uh, Ivanka update. Is there anything we need to know about uh, the brothers, Don Jr. and little Eric? Well, since I've been thinking a lot about how what's on the mind of the Trump family is the Trump family. Uh, I was, as usual, outraged by Trump's behavior toward the environment when he declared that the now the national parks will be open to hunters. Because I felt not only is that disgusting in general, but he knows his boys love to hunt. They love to kill animals with high-powered guns. And so he opens up our national parks so the Trump family can go hunting. There has to be some kind of way to defend the environment against this family and this president. It's just a, it's an outrage. Amy Willens is our chief Ivanka correspondent. Amy, thank you for today's report. Thank you, John. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.